0: Welcome back to the Rob Skinner Podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. I'm sitting on the eighth floor of the Marriott Las Colinas in Dallas, Texas, with three amazing friends, Joel Pede, Todd Asad, and Joel Nagel. This is the first night of the... CLIMB Small Church Leadership Conference, and it's been an amazing kickoff. Uh, Welcome to the program, guys. Great to have you. Great to be here, Rob.
1: Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here, Rob.
0: Well, I just thought we'd start it off by sharing just a little bit about what you guys think about Todd's lesson tonight, Joel Nagel. I loved it. I thought it was a perfect uh, kickoff uh, to talk about the relationships because we'll be together so much over the next few days. Uh, so to get that opportunity to just be real, I felt like Todd was so vulnerable, modeled that um, and really what I loved is it wasn't just a lesson on you know, bullet points about how to have great relationships, but it was a, a lesson about his story, how he went from being really not very relational to being this, this guy who's really, I think, famous in the mm-hmm. kingdom for being a loving and relational leader who's built a culture in his mm-hmm. church like that. Uh, I thought it was just fantastic, and I think it's gonna it's gonna set us up for a great weekend. I agree. It's called "Climb Together." That was the theme of the the lesson. Joe, Pete, what would you think?
2: Well, it's just outstanding, and I think we come into these conferences anxious. You know, how would the church do, and where do I fit? And so to have Todd, who is a very large church leader, right come and just respect the leaders help them feel at ease tell his own stories tell us share him and patty both share so vulnerably about their own struggles and brokenness and hard times just created the culture that we're looking for openness safety be yourself we're all in this together that sort of thing so and i think it's weighty because we all have felt Todd and Patty's relationship. Right. They've been so inclusive and pulling so many people in from well outside of Texas and their own immediate ministry. So it's very powerful. Right.
0: It's, it's interesting because one of the things Todd and Patty asked us if they, we would like to host the conference here last, last time two years ago, we had it in Eau Claire, Wisconsin at your church, Joel Pede, but it's been, Awesome to be here in Dallas where it's easier to get get, get here since it's such a large international hub. Uh, thank you so much, Todd, for, for hosting the conference. And Tell me what was going through your mind as you prepared for the lesson tonight.
1: Wow. Uh, that's a lot. I think, you know, compassion, because I think these are men and women in various stages of leadership that came uh, to Dallas uh, to learn, to grow, to build relationships because they love God and they love God's body. And I think every church, every group is different, strengths and weaknesses. And I think coming out of the pandemic, um, probably discouraged somewhat, frustrated, Mm -hmm. um, needing relationships more than ever. Mm -hmm. And maybe now we're in a point in our fellowship that we want to learn some good new lessons when it comes to learning teaching people how to love people and right. build relationships right. and you know we're a, we're known for as a movement not only do we want to glorify god but man, people walk in and they see god and the relationships right. with one another yeah i've got to say i was really impacted tonight
0: you shared your story about how you got fired after being 10 years in the ministry and then no one calling you for that you knew for, during that time, three people calling you, and it wasn't to see how you're doing, it was more just a business, business. type business yeah. call. And one thing you shared, you said, The most important lessons I've learned, I've learned through pain and through trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was very, very impacting. Do you feel like, I mean, this is certainly an area of strength. Where do you feel like? In, in terms of like growing, in person growing in their relationships, how do you feel like people can become a better relationship person? Can you just share it quickly from the lesson, some of the points you shared today?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, if, if you're going to have good theology, you're going to view people like God views people. I mean, if everyone understands dad loves all the kids, hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. you know, it's not me and dad or me and mom. It's like, oh, no, no. Mom and dad love all of us. And I've got to look at you like God looks at you. And so I'm going to love you, even though you might be different from me, you know, age, skin color, background, you know, finances, abilities. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, If you're a human being, that means God loves you. And I need to treat you the way God would want me to treat you. And that means I have to learn how to love you. And that's a challenge. Yeah.
0: That was very powerful because I think as church leaders we all have people that are tough to love. I mm-hmm. <clears throat> have to get more specific into that, but we've all got people in our lives. who go, I don't, I don't want to love that person.
1: Yeah, and I think you know that's a, that is a good point, and you know we can talk about that. That doesn't mean you roll over and you just do whatever people want you to do. It means you still have to have compassion and, and care for them. It you still sometimes you have to have boundaries, and that's a whole another discussion podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, that's a whole podcast series, boundaries right. and books. And right. I think, um, but we can still care for people and not take things so sensitively, yeah. um, take it personally. And I think when we lead our, our churches, whether or not they're, you know, a hundred or a thousand, it's, we can create a culture that people really build great friendships yeah. and we need to teach each other. We need to help each other. Um, if we don't ex- if we realize that we all are in the same boat, you might say, then, okay, let's do this together. And we wanna to grow together. And I think that's kind of what I've seen in the Dallas church over the last 20 plus years. You know, there's um, they they wanna glorify God and they want great friendships. And I think, you know, the fellowship of churches down here, I think we've really gone after that over the years and it's been a real joy. Yeah.
0: One thing that's impacted me about watching you Todd is you're very accessible and approachable. It's easy to reach you in spite of the fact that you lead a church of 1,300 people. And for me, I'm just not a phone guy. I mean, it's tough. That's work for me. And it's something I gotta work on, repent of. In fact, Joel Nagel and I were talking about this the other day. I think the challenge for me going forward is working through people and part of that is just staying connected with people.
1: What's helped you in that area? Apple. (laughs) You know, no, I'm joking. I mean, you know, it's like the phone is such a easy, quick way, you know, to connect to people. Texting, my wife's really good at that. I mean, especially reaching out to our neighbors and our friends. she can say and do things that I can't, but I'm learning from her. Um, I'm getting more vulnerable letting people know I miss them. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. men who are 65 years old, dude, I miss you, man. You know, and I mean, it's when you can say that to another man and mean it, um, boy, I tell you what, that goes a long way. And so I think, I think just trying to, first of all, treating people well and lovingly when you're with them, looking out for them, what do they need? How can you help them? How can you help them succeed? But then doing the little things, like even just like a quick text, a quick call. Um, There's a lot of things, like for instance, one of the things I learned a long time ago, when you call someone, you control the conversation. So if someone calls me, I'm obligated. Like, oh my gosh, Rob called, you know, Rob just called me and oh, he keeps, keeps talking and talking and talking. I mean, I'm joking <laughs> here, you know? And I don't wanna get off the phone because you called me, you know? I'm kind of at your, I'm vulnerable. But if I call you and if I talk to you for like three, four, or five minutes, then I can say, hey, bro, I gotta go. I just wanna call you real quick. Yeah. And you control the conversation mm-hmm. when you make the you initiate. And, and so I try to initiate with people. And so if I can initiate, when it's time to get off, I can get off.
0: That's awesome.
1: Joel P. Yeah, it was just one of the points that really was inspiring
2: was you talked about not pulling your heart back. And I think it's easy as a leader or someone who's been in leadership for a long time, it's easy to learn how to do the systems or how to show up and kind of, but your heart can be pulled back. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want, I've been hurt. I don't want to do that again. So what have you found that helps you continue to keep your heart soft and not,
1: not pull it back? Yeah, Well, I, I, I would say my prayer life is really strong. I love to, I love to read, but I love to go out and pray. So I'll go out and talk to God. And if I'm talking to God and I know he completely understands me and where I'm at and what I'm going through, then I'm like, okay, I can deal with the world. Because wow. um, emotionally, I mean, I can communicate with my wife and we have a very good relationship and we talk a lot. Um, but my vocabulary isn't that great. <laughs> uh, my ability to communicate everything that I'm feeling is not mm-hmm. that great. Mm-hmm. But I know when I pray, God knows. Mm-hmm. And so when I engage with people, it's like we're all in different places. We're all dealing different things and that's okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to take it personal. It's not about me. Um, you know, maybe someone kicked their dog and they're upset about it. I didn't know Mm -hmm. that. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but I can be patient and not take it personally. Here's an example of this. I mean, I had a, a guy called me that it was a bad situation. Like, like literally like 15 years ago. And he called me up. I saw him at church, another service, another church, um, outside of Texas. And he wanted to call me and he said, Hey Todd. I want to apologize to you because of some things that he did or said like 15 years ago. And then he goes, but you did something when we were, you know, at a different situation and you said something that was really hurtful and I didn't realize how hurtful it was until I saw you like a month ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what, dude, you called me and you're apologizing to me. Let me just turn it on you for a second. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know what I was going through, uh, what I was going through, but I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I said something like that. I don't know what was going through my mind, but please forgive me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really glad I saw you. I'm glad you were there at church. We had a, we had a great talk. Mm-hmm. He really appreciated the conversation. He left happy and encouraged. I didn't take it personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, oh, I'll throw my walls up and I'm gonna get defensive. Like, well, you were a jerk, you know, or you mm-hmm. were, this is what you were doing. You know, I mean, I was just like, you know, I'm sorry. If I said that, that. That was pretty bad. Uh-huh. And please forgive me. And, you know, hopefully he'll get restored and he'll set up in a good route or a good path. And, um, you know, just look out for people, try to build up people and not take it personally so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Well,
0: I think it was a great, great kickoff uh, today. But um, I want to talk to you, Joel Pede. You've got tomorrow organized. You're kind of heading up the program tomorrow. Can you give us a little preview of what Mm. we can expect on the second day of the CLIMB conference?
2: Well, I think it's a great transition because what we're hearing and experiencing is someone who has a healthy heart mind, is emotionally I mean, you kind of said normal a few times tonight, (laughs) but that's what we're talking about. We, We can't build a healthy culture if we're unhealthy and taking it personally and mad at everyone right and frustrated leaders don't make good leaders Ooh. so um and it's easy to get frustrated there's in this. a sound bite right there yeah so i think um we have steve sandon who mm-hmm. loves god and god's word and has really transformed his walk with God yeah. in his relationship with God. So he's going to talk about our view of God. A minister's view of God is so important. And Todd mentioned it tonight. You know, it's, it's about how God feels about the kids. Okay. Then I'm going to respect and value them. So right. our view of God. And then, um, we have been through so much trauma huh. all of our lives, but the last couple of years leading a church It's, it's been, I mean, we've all been doing this for a long time. I can't think of a harder time. And so we have to know what's going on, right. And give it a language and give it a a framework and start to try to understand how do we process some of the things. So Kyle Spears, who is uh, about to be appointed a teacher and has done a lot of study, both biblical and psychology on um, trauma is gonna speak. And then one of the ways we uh, are healthy is we we, lo- we learn how to grieve, we learn how to mm. lament instead of just always being fired up all the time. We gotta learn, sometimes it's hard and mm. sad and right. we have to, yeah. so Tim Summerlin is going to speak about grief and so then we are gonna have lunch break and then we if you're married and you're in leadership, As goes your marriage, so goes your family, right? Right. So goes your ministry. And so Jennifer Consen is going to talk about marriage. And so, um, and then I've just tried to bring in from our minister health committee, some of the best of the best to speak to these leaders. And because honestly, I think they're giving up hundreds of dollars of income, they're sacrificing, um, but for some reason, they like me, and they said <laughs> yes when I cajoled and plead, pleaded them with them. So, um, so I think it's just going to be. Oh, and then I'm going to talk about this renewal that you've experienced. That you can't just be a one time thing at the right. conference. You got to have rhythms of renewal that keep your heart fresh and keep wow. the Amen. the spirit uh, bringing up fresh right. um, refreshment.
0: You know, I got to be honest, I. I was looking forward to doing this this conference for the benefit of other people but i came in here going i need this conference need and that first too. day yep. i need that first day yep. really bad <laughs> and the second day but i mean yeah i'm i'm just going to be up front listening to it i really appreciate you putting it together mm-hmm. yep. and then i think it's going to get capped off tomorrow night by tariq burton talking about right. being anchored to god and i think he's really going to bring it i've heard he's a powerful preacher he's a young preacher he just turned 30 leading the church in Santa Barbara. I think it, I think it's going to be a phenomenal day. Yeah. So it's Amen. going to be great. And then the next day we've got Joel Nagel. We'll probably talk about that on tomorrow night's program. Sounds good, yep. But uh, thanks so much. Guys, thanks so much for for joining the program tonight. If you are listening and you want to hear the CLIMB conference, you couldn't make it this year, and I really hope you'll come at our future events. We're going to record it. It'll be made available after the conference, and it's it's going to be awesome. So thank you so much. And we'll talk to you later.
2: Amen. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob.
0: Thank you so much for joining the Rob Skinner Podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and let your friends know about it and how to find it. Because my goal is to inspire you to make this life count, live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.